Back to the election campaign here. Season rolls on with more policy. This one from ACT. What do they want? Well, they want the public service CEOs held more accountable. Performance reviews will be made public. CEOs will have to answer to ministers on KPIs. And performance pay will be reintroduced. The ACT Party leader, David Seymour, is with us. Very good morning to you. Good morning, Mike. Do you think it'll make any difference? Yeah, I do. Because if you look at what's happened since these kinds of measures were removed, in the last six years, uh, the government has increased spending by 29%. Now, that's after inflation, that's after population growth. In real terms, they're spending 29% more on you than they were five years ago. And it's impossible to think of a public service. Are there more kids at school? Are they learning more? Easier to get to a GP, more operations, less potholes? None of that is happening, despite them pouring all this extra cash. And why? because the new Public Service Act, brought in by Chris Hipkins as State Services Minister, has disconnected accountability between the elected minister and the chief executive. There are no clear KPIs for what the department's supposed to be achieving, and there's also no incentive pay for chief executives, even though anyone in a listed public company, uh, or a private company more to the point, Uh, actually would get a performance bonus for doing well and potentially lose salary for doing badly. So until we get those basic democratic and business practices back into the public sector, of course we're spending vastly more money and ending up uh, with worse results. Who drives the bloat, though? Is it the person running the department or the minister who goes, we need to do this, that, that, and the next thing, and you go, well, I need another 50 people, and they go, no worries? It's a combination of things. One, you've got a particularly low-grade set of ministers compared with normally and the ministers that we've got in there right now. The fact they can't even replace Kerry Allen shows that Labor's run out of not just other people's money and ideas, they've actually run out of ministers now. But it's also the fact that if you are managing people and you don't give really clear objectives, these are the things that matter And it doesn't matter if you're coaching a rugby team, running a small business, a government department or a political party. Uh, You've got to be able to communicate what matters and say what will happen if we do or don't achieve it. Right now, you don't have a framework like that. They're spending $137 billion a year with no idea what the point is. They're just wasting our money, weighing it away down the drain. And as a result, our country is getting poorer. Uh, Migrants are not choosing us to the extent that we used to. People are selling up and moving to other countries. It's just an unmitigated disaster. And Labor has let it happen by taking away the most basic concepts of management from the public service. Well, the Act Party says that they need to be back and done even better. It's an ideological block. Many a time I've watched you ask those questions in the House where you say, give me the one example where all this expenditure has led to. Your 67% increase in spending, show me the 67% increase in efficiency or productivity. What they answer with is, but we spent this and we spent that and we gave those people money. They don't seem to get it or do they get it? They just don't have an answer. Well, I definitely think that the, the Labour folk are better politicians than managers, so it's possible that they do know how bad it is, but they're blocking it in the House. I also think it's possible they genuinely believe if they just spend money and put resources into something, that's the same as change, as solving the problem. I mean, Jacinda Ardern, I think, genuinely thought if she passed a bill called the Child Poverty Reduction Bill, that would be the end of child poverty. It's just not going to work. And look, if, if the, the government is a third of the economy, if the government is not productive, there's no way that New Zealand is going to become a productive 
first world place again. And if the government's not tightening its belt, there's no way we're going to get inflation under control. It just means that everyone else out there has to work so much harder because you've got a government that's unaccountable. And what's worse, they're now saying that there should be compulsory financial literacy. Look, Mike, I'd be more comfortable if the nation's children uh, made Grant Robertson do compulsory <laughs> financial literacy than the other way around. I knew that was coming somewhere. Uh, the Hipkins on Saturday in the market and the protests and the noise. Do you worry in the campaign things could get a bit ugly? Yeah, I do a little bit because um, there's people out there with some pretty crazy ideas. Uh, you've had a government that has been pretty divisive, which hasn't helped uh, and you never know uh, when some idiot is going to um, take it too far. But what I've found to date is that while I've had people uh, come to our public meetings and shout stuff and so on, generally, if you just say, look, OK, we're listening to you. What have you got to say? Um, they'll punch themselves out and the crowd turns on them and they storm out. Um, I've had quite a, a number of people uh, storm out of our public meetings when they found that I don't actually subscribe to their pet theory after all. Um, and I think overall it, it's good that they can come and have that discussion. But um, for the most part, uh, New Zealanders want to see uh, life become affordable, the streets safe, and New Zealand united again. Um, you know, those fringe issues are not what's driving New Zealand right now. Appreciate it very much, David Seymour, the Act Leader. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6 a.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.